Welcome to Nana Tings. For anyone that's listening to this episode, if you ever feel like you need help or need to talk to someone about a mental health crisis, I will be listing different numbers and different prevention organizations in the bio of this episode. So please do not feel afraid to call someone if you need help. And of course, if it is an emergency or something extreme, please call 911. Hey everyone, on today's episode we are joined by my friend Laura. I've been on her podcast before and this time she is on mine. She is an amazing artist and poet and we just talk about moving on in life and growth and our own experiences. So I'm going to play some ads. So Avi, while they're playing, grab your wine, grab your blunt, grab your champagne or whatever the fuck you like and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Falling Androids in Phoenix, to my second, Romance and I'm on a Road, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the teens. Okay? <laughs> It's Antonio here from Nana Tings, and I have a special guest, which I appeared on her podcast first versus Emotion, my girl, Laura LME. What's up, baby? Hello. Greetings from London. How is everybody? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we even start uh, talking, I want you, you do so much, and you are a strong woman. You are talented. You have such a beautiful soul. So please tell the listeners like a little bit about yourself. First of all, I think we should do this podcast every day because, you know, your compliments are really good. <laughs> we should just record five minutes every day. Um, no, thank you for the introduction. I, uh, I'm so glad to, to, first of all, see you again because it's yes. been a little while and also to speak to you again. And just to say, I haven't accepted any other invite until now, only yours. Uh, which I uh, agreed with you because I really have a lot of respect and admiration for what you do, for who you are, Same. and for your for your courage and for the uh, what I said before that I can't say online now. <laughs> you, I, I don't give an f about every anything or anybody that uh, you know uh, puts themselves in my in my way. So I'm really happy and honored to be here. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. Yeah, I don't know where shall I start from. This is a good question. So I, I started. Let's say I started being uh, interested in media and radio uh, when I was at university. I uh, did one of my uh, trainings, or uh, you know, uh, stages, or whatever, however you want to call it, uh, at an Italian national radio. Uh, it was a very funny show where actually I was invited and I was on, on a co-host there and uh, people were supposed to convince me and my co-host uh, to go out on a date with them. It was like a sort of like, a, oh, let's go. Let's see how people convince people to go on dates. Um, and the funniest thing was that my dad called. <laughs> 
my dad, um, who is not with us anymore, Papa, an amazing, amazing person, um, he called and he, he pretended to be somebody else. Of course, I recognized his voice. So there was a very, very uh, um, interesting conversation uh, that happened. Uh, and he actually wanted to talk to the guy host, uh, co-hosting with me um, uh, instead of talking to me. So he <laughs> pretended to be a gay guy. It was really weird. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny and uh you know we all laughed and and, and stuff so that's that's what i said well, i was about well, i was maybe 23 22 23 years old and then media uh, became my passion because i went into digital strategy um i'm a head of strategy at one of the b2b uh, most established agencies in london and um uh and um, it's really my passion i really like what i do um and then the other thing was that at a certain point, um, my father unfortunately um, passed away. And while I was cleaning his desk, which is exactly the desk I'm sitting today at, I found um, um, a file with my uh, papers inside and there was all my poetry in there. And uh, there was a post-it note written by him saying, please publish it. Because I never believed it was really poetry. I was writing like you, write a personal diary but I didn't know what I was writing and I didn't know that people could respond to that but apparently they did and I started writing when I was 15 so I have poems that uh, I published that I wrote when I was 16 years old um, so when I found that file I thought you know what I'm going to send it to a few publishers and see what happens and uh, uh, it was actually accepted in my first book came out in 2010 um, it was called If I Look Inside, uh, and it was a collection of 30 poems in Italian and English. Um, the book is not around anymore because, of course, it was like 12 years ago, uh, but 11 years ago. But um, the, it's still all, all, all over my blog, uh, which is um, me. And on that occasion, actually, I, um, I started also uh, having more of a connection with a radio show and that was with Eric and Cecilia. Yes. Now let's say, let, let, let's, let's tell everybody who Eric is. So Eric founded Get Yours Radio um, a few years ago. You know him really well, of course, um, and Cecilia as well. So um, they invited me on their podcast and I went on their podcast and then Eric told me, oh, why don't you do a show with me? Or why don't you do, a, you know, whatever. And we started doing Versus Emotion podcast that was in 2000 and 10 yes we started in 2010 then i started co-hosting with eric then with cecilia uh we invited quite a few people poets artists you know uh, uh scientists uh there was a, 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 a more of a you know let's say it was like a container of culture of the time so and that's the, all the episodes are on mixed cloud on get your radio or, or laura lme on mixed cloud um, in that period, I was also going to present my book in Milan, mm. my first book. So I, um, I was asked by the editor to uh, arrange, uh, you know, something after the, the official press release and presentation. And being the dancer and clubber that I am, of course, I needed in a club in Milan. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I invited... Um, one of my friends to come and play that uh dj skinny you can follow him on instagram at skinny can dj 
um, he came over and yes, he played a beautiful set for us there. And, uh, you know, uh, there was a video uh, of my press release of the book going in the background. So that's how I started. And then, uh, you know, I um, took a break and then I went back to radio. And that's when I started the podcast again. And you were one of my guests so maybe back. Um, and, you know, we had uh, uh, quite a few uh, amazing uh, episodes, you know, with incredible people like you. Um, so, yeah, so that's when I started. That's a little bit about me and, uh, yeah, and what I do and who I am. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say your podcast is fun. Uh, for anyone that hasn't listened to it yet, I actually uploaded her episode onto my podcast just so we could get double the exposure because honestly, the interview was great. You know, you were, you're always a pleasure to talk to, even offline with via WhatsApp or whatever. You bring this like energy to a conversation and it makes me feel safe to open up and, you know, a safe room for vulnerability. So I truly appreciate that. As a sensitive human and an artist, it's really good to have those kind of conversations. Um, yeah. and I think you're, I'm really happy for you to step back into the podcast game because it's fun. And the people that you work with is great too. Like the DJ mixing and then my cousin Eric involved and like you hosting just everything. It's just, it's a really good combination, I should say. Yeah. And I think uh, as I, you remember, I asked you to do some episodes with me. So yes. I hope when I start or if I start again, exactly. I don't know when and how, but when I start again, I would like to co-host with you. Um, oh my God, we would have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I, you know, I mentioned earlier that you are, you really are such a brave human and I've been, you know, and you're vulnerable, which I also fucking love because not everyone is vulnerable or they're scared to be right. So with that being said, I've been doing a lot of series with like um, childhood trauma to uh, just self trauma to from other things all the way to the savior complex and trying to fix. So I just want to ask you, like, you know, I, I feel like you have so much wisdom and insight on life where what is your like, what's your view on this whole like savior complex theory or like the need to fix? Right. I, I tell you just, um, I think there are five words. You can't save anyone. So there are four words. I'm going to get that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot save anyone. Uh, you can save yourself. Yes. But you cannot save anyone. You can try, you can help, you can support. You can love, you can love, you can love, you can um, try to understand, but you cannot save anyone. And that's simply because what um, we have inside is a sanctuary. So if people are not able to go deep within their own sanctuary, nobody mm -hmm. can access that. Professional help, definitely, if you have issues, at psychological level uh, but you as a sister as a mother as a wife all you can do is love and pray and help and support but it, the, that step of wanting to save yourself is in that sanctuary inside of you and that's the only way people can actually find a solution and they can it, it's the only road it's the only way now, um, I'm telling you this because I come from a very uh, tra tragic experience uh, that um, uh, didn't allow me to uh, be totally myself for many, many years because I had to dedicate 
every single moment I had to my family uh, to make sure that everybody was okay. Because um, there was a very uh, uh, difficult uh, situation with an individual, a member of the family that had uh, serious um, uh, mental health issues. Um, I call them like that because I can't find trauma issues. I don't know how you want to call them, but uh, I don't think we should be ashamed to say mental health issues. Um, and that uh, caused a lot of pain, a lot of pain, a lot of um, um, mistrust in uh, what um, love can really do. And it doesn't have to be like that because uh, loving somebody doesn't mean you're saving them, doesn't mean you can save them. It means that you can um, definitely and need to find a way to uh, make sure that everybody is safe and, and okay. And uh, I can say that now I am safe, I am okay, uh, I'm fine, and I want to transmute and transform my pain into love again and into uh, health for those who are uh, less lucky than I am uh, and that I've been um, and that deal with abuse and um, domestic abuse in particular, abuse and violence every day of their lives and they don't have a way out and they don't know what to do and they don't have enough financial stability to think about themselves and their children. Um, I really would like, um, so I, I, my, my savior is Jesus. So I believe in Jesus, okay, in God and in Jesus. Jesus is my savior. Jesus of the divine mercy, Jesus of the divine mercy is the Jesus that opens his arms to anyone. It doesn't matter who you are, what religion you um, come from or what you believe in. Jesus of the divine mercy accepts anyone and everyone. And this is my savior. He's my savior. And I uh, felt the, the calling to uh, transform my pain and my suffering and my tragic experience into something positive. And that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I uh, recently connected online with amazing people that um, associations that help um, anybody who has been uh, mentally or physically abused. Uh, there's no gender for that. There's no gender. Correct. There's no sexual orienta orientation. There's nothing like that. You're a person. You're abused, we help you, right? So that's what right. uh, their mission is. And um, uh, particularly they're located in the UK simply because I live in the UK and I live in London. So, um, and one of them, you can follow them online. And one of them is at domestic underscore abuse underscore survivor underscore. And the other one is at domestic violence UK and I'm supporting uh, with all my heart uh, and, and um, you know, social media power, their campaign called Love Doesn't Hurt because love doesn't need to hurt. It's so true. And they have amazing, uh, uh, you know, fashion for a good cause kind of hoodies and t-shirts and hats and beanies and stuff. So it's really uh, cool. And they're also organizing Christmas stuff. So please check their pages and support as much as you can, even only by reposting, you know, and, uh, helping out yes so uh, I'm not their official ambassador or anything but I do support them um, because as I said I would like everybody and anyone who is in such a difficult situation to be able to come out of it and find the help they need uh, I am sure we can link after we record this episode uh, the um, appropriate U.S. Uh, 
you know, associations that people can, I'm sure you will do that anyway. Absolutely. And I love that, that I love when organizations do um, like fashion for a cause. It, it just like, I love that you could just wear something for a message to to help because, you know, some people like they, you know, they don't read the comments sometimes and they just see a photo. So it's really good to have things like that. Like love doesn't have to hurt. And like, now that you just said that, I sort of want to buy their hoodie <laughs> or a shirt. I think it's, you know, something so simply said, we don't realize. And uh, I, I just discovered a few months ago, well, I think I've always knew I had a savior complex, but this year specifically, I've been really diving into where it came from and it came from like always trying to save my mom being the older son in a single um mother household you know trying to be the dad role for my brother I was always the fixer and then it led me to having an abusive boyfriend back in 2017 to then having a boyfriend after that where you know we only bonded because I was like showing him like nightlife and all these new things that he wasn't used to so I took on that like let me be your like role model role you know and I just woke up one day literally just a few weeks ago that's why I'm doing these the series and I was like what the fuck am I doing like I I was finding validation by being you know needed to fix someone like validation is for myself like you said like we we could help someone but we can't save someone so and the only way to, to help someone is by helping yourself and making sure that you're good, right? Like talking, you know, creative outlets, mental health, you know, self-love. So my next question is like, when did you just like wake up one day and you were like, fuck my savior complex? <laughs> or like, uh, It was a very slow process because I yeah. come from a, a family where there was only love. So I had no idea of what I was going through. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea. And I thought that, oh, maybe it's his personality, maybe it's his character, maybe this, maybe that. I didn't know. I didn't know what um, what was going on, really. And, um, and then, it, it, you see, you said, I wanted to be the fixer. Yes, maybe you did, but it's not about that. It's that sometimes when people are in so much pain and in so much trauma and in so much uh, mental confusion, they are attracted to people that uh, want to be those fixers and saviors, like a moth to a flame. Absolutely. So, so it is, the, and the more you stay pure and helpful and reasonable and um, helpful or whatever, then the more they get attracted by that and they actually hate you more for being that and they abuse you more. Facts on facts so, on facts. Um, so it, that's why I'm saying it was a, a very slow process because I, 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 I couldn't realize straight away. And it, it was at the beginning very little things. And not everybody is all bad. So let's just clarify this, okay? So you do not have somebody who is a manipulator and abuser and they are only bad. Yep. Okay? Because what they do is sometimes, most of the times, they portray themselves like great friends social um help socially helpful people and they do also great things for you you know they, yeah. they do great things for you for your family they they're not all bad so it's not i don't want to paint everybody uh, in 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 a, a bad because it's not like that it's much more fine tuned and nuanced than just you're all bad okay so, and I'm talking about, you know, the, my own experience. I'm not talking about everyone. I'm sure that there are abusers and manipulators out there that are all bad. I'm sure. I mean, I don't want to, 
But in my case, it was not like that. So it was even more yeah. difficult to get it. And um, so, so yeah, so, and then the um, emotional abuse became physical abuse. So at that point, that's when I, um, I, um, yeah, that's when I just, um, I, I just stopped it. Yeah, that's uh, with my ex. That's when I realized when I got physical at one point, I was like, no. And then I, yeah, I had a really good conversation with my therapist like two months ago. And then I like started putting all my clues together and I was like, okay, like, I know I'm really sweet and I, I want to fix, but also I'm an internalizer and I'm very open to people. So I always attract these like narcissistic manipulators or gaslighters. Right. Um, but it's crazy. Cause once you cut out the cycle, no matter how long it took you, right. Once you stop it, you it's, it really is law of attraction or like manifestation. You start protecting your energy even more. Right. And you start bringing in this self-love. And I feel like ever since I really decided to really focus on true love, true energy, good people, I've been getting that attraction back. And it's really nice. Cause I haven't had that in the past, like six years. Cause even friends, I had to cut off like seven friends last year that mm-hmm. were doing crazy shit behind my back. Like mm-hmm. girl, if you only knew, like I was finding pictures of me online, like it, it was just bad. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it, there, there's been a switch ever since, you know, I, I realized and I, I cut a lot of the fat out, you know, but it's just really crazy how some people can, you know, you have a great soul, um, how people can use, use us, you know, or, um, I guess take our good energy for granted, I should say. <laughs> Unfortunately, when, um, when people are so much in pain and I'm telling you, this is my own experience, but then, you know, people can, um, comment and say other things but in in my case um those um episodes were uh, trauma reactions to trauma mm-hmm. um and a very painful uh, history in the background and uh i'm not saying this to justify any abuse or anything right. like that but when it's like that it becomes harder because as you said you want to try to help so you understand that something in the you know but there comes a day when you start thinking about yourself and who you are and you look at yourself in the mirror and what you see in the mirror is what you had forgotten. Yes, that is, is so important. Which is, yeah, which is you, who you are. And I remember having this mantra uh, the past few months, just going in front of the mirror and say, I am Laura. I am Laura and my last name. I am Laura Lemmy. I am Laura Lemmy. And I am me, and I am that person that, you know, is full of enthusiasm, uh, wants to uh, help people, wants to, I don't have to change that. I don't have to change myself. I don't have to to stop trusting people. I don't have to stop believing in love. I don't have to stop. I don't have to. I am not the problem. Yeah. I am not the problem. And as I said, if you are able to go within and in this amazing sanctuary which is your own soul and your own inner life then you find the strength uh i'm not saying it's easy i'm not saying it's easy because as i said there are a lot of other uh problems that go around there's the financial issue there's the uh, emotional issue there are people you're protecting if you have children uh there are People, other people you're protecting if you are older parents, for example, or, you know, you know, there's so many situations, you know, and you, you, you can't say. So I, I um, really would like to transform and transmute my pain into health. 
for anybody that needs it and need to love again. I, I am not uh, that powerful, uh, like a celebrity to do uh, such, you know, impactful and amazing things. But if I can help even only one person, I am happy with that. And I think then it's a domino effect because when you help one, then the other one helps the other one, then the other one helps you. And this domino effect is my wish for uh, the years to come. And you're making it happen. I mean, just this podcast alone, we don't know what doors that's going to help someone, right? Open. And, you know, uh, it, uh, exactly what you just said is really what helped me actually. Um, when I realized that some of my abusers and situations, I, you know, and when you're a helper, some people that are helpers, they, they take a lot of self-blame, right? Or we're so intuitive and aware, we try to like dissect if we did something wrong too. And that's where gaslighters are good at what they do because they can make you feel like it really was you. And when you have that realization that like, no, it wasn't me that fucked up or was fucked up. It was you. And it's not like I'm just trying to point the finger at you. It's just me realizing this whole time, it wasn't me. And and your mantra, it relates to that. Reminding yourself of what you, who you, what you stand for, who you are and your love and your belief, but how quick the side of a human can be like, did I do something wrong? Or am I gonna, you know, give them another chance and this and that. But, you know, I love that you're you're using, you know, th- this transitional era at, for with organizations, but also you're are you doing like creative outlets too, right? Yes, of course. I I I've stopped being afraid of um, expressing myself in my poetry. Uh, I was previously because I was scared that that person could find something in my verses that could trigger uh, him or something that never happened. Um, um, and also another thing that I would like to mention is that we are projections to them. We are not real people. So we become like holograms, you know, and we don't have flesh and skin and blood anymore. Um, they don't consider us humans, you know, they just see us as a, projection or an object to break somehow and that could be also emotionally let's not forget i'm not saying the emotional abuser is less important or hurtful than physical abuse i'm just saying that uh it, to me it happened in stages so you know and then he had the 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 the, the, the final outcome in the physical side but uh, on the on the emotional side there is so much to talk about it's unbelievable. And I remember, you know, uh, since the beginning, I, I, I never, uh, I was never brave enough to talk about it. And that's the other thing. You need to talk about it. Yep. Even if people do not believe you, even if you talk to a hundred of them and 99 do not believe you because they know the person and they think you're crazy. There's always one person that believes you. And this one person who believed me first um, always told me, remember who you are. You can do anything you want. You're, you're your own person. Be safe, but do anything you want. You can do anything you want. You Are, are not a prisoner. You are not a hostage. You are not. Um, and they gave me a lot of courage. And I have to say, I was lucky enough to have an amazing support by my brother and sister, of course, but also by the, some, you know, friends of mine. And, um, but those two things really, you know, became part of my mantra. So it was like in front of the mirror, I would be like, I am Laura Lady, I am not a prisoner, I can do anything I want, and I'm free, and I'm, you know, and I can definitely win against this, and I will. 
I want to start looking in the mirror and be like, I'm Antonio. I'm a bad bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're literally going to, I'm like, Laura, I'm going to start this tonight. I'm going to be like, excuse me, what? (laughs) Um, And and you know, I was seeing so many comments recently on uh, on Instagram on some of the posts that I support um, uh, for uh, these amazing associations and these people that work so hard to help others. Uh, where oh my god I'm so scared to talk about it I don't want to people don't believe me people don't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just keep on talking keep on telling people keep on doing it of course try to be safe at the same time because every situation is different you are not safe in every single situation so we we know about very terrible things that happen to people because they become come finally brave and they trigger you know it's a trigger it's almost like a trigger it really Maybe is a trigger yes it is it's like a trigger and uh, but but keeping your safety as much as you can just don't stop talking about own your narrative and you know that's the title of this episode of this series is really owning your narrative and it's your fucking narrative so exactly like it yeah it's your truth it's the first time that I ever talk publicly about this. Uh, I've been talking, of course, to associations, um, to uh, authorities, uh, but never uh, in a media uh, situation. And uh, I decided to do it with you also because I do remember that we talked about this when we did our podcast uh, on Made It Back for Get Yours Radio. We did that episode with your amazing poetry. Um, and you mentioned uh, your... Um, your experience, your uh, abusive experience. So um, I thought there was no uh, better outlet to let it out, basically. Yeah. That's so special. Thank you for um, choosing my podcast. No, thank you. My thank platform. you for giving me for giving me the platform to talk about it and feel like, so safe you know, at the same time. Yeah, I get it. That's why too, right? Like I, not even on a performing social media level of our podcast, it's like just us two humans that know each other. Like, I'm I'm here for you and like you were here for me and when I talked in your podcast with my poetry there was so much there's so much sometimes like some of my poems are you know fun and good but like there are pain in a lot of them and I think you know like like you said people people are scared to talk and these open conversations help so you know I was able to talk about myself on your on your podcast and I'm really happy to be able to host you you know whatever you feel comfortable in it, it, it's really therapeutic and speaking about that I want you if you're if you're willing to share a poem like girl I want to hear this right I will I will so let me say something before I, yeah. I read this so I write poetry inspired by art mm-hmm. photography and music music first. I yeah <laughs> music and um so music is uh, a healing has got healing properties for me as well as art and photography. Um, And so my poems are inspired by, uh, I'm very blessed by a circle of friends that I have, they're amazing artists as well. Uh, One of them is uh, Alan Higgins. um, His paintings are amazing. You should follow him uh, on Instagram at Alan with double L uh, underscore Higgins, H-I-G-G-I-N-S. 69 but then we'll put the links underneath our yeah, yeah. podcast um, my dear friend since over 30 years Anasimi who is an amazing photographer and author as well and she's at Rockins Mina 
sorry, at rocking underscores Mina on Instagram. And my other amazing friend who is an interior designer, but also a photographer. And funny enough, she used to be a criminal lawyer in LA and now she lives in London. <laughs> at Polina Abudi on Instagram. And on the music side, apart from, you know, amazing artists, so one of uh, that I, I've been admiring, you know, since a very long time, worldwide known um, producers like them, Funk, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, DJ Scratch, uh, you know, people that I, I, I really admire. Um, my very close friend, um, DJ Skinny, again, at Skinny Can DJ, uh, he's been providing me with a lot of uh, amazing music. And actually, he's got a radio um, that he, 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 he founded a radio uh, just, I think, a few months ago, maybe, um, yeah, uh, it, which is called WTSR. It's a tri-state radio, WTSR 95.9. So uh, you can follow that on Instagram at listen to TSR as well. Great music going 24-7. So anyway... Going back, so this particular poem uh, was inspired by one of Alan's um, paintings, uh, and it's called Cosmic Rain. Ooh, let's do it. Let's hear it. I love <laughs> that title already. I'm not, I'm not very good at reading my own poetry, so I, I, I will fuck Yo, up. same though. <laughs> <laughs> like, same. <laughs> That's why I was reading your poetry when you were on my podcast. Uh, but I actually didn't send you mine, so sorry. I'm gonna. Ask I know. You it's like I should be reading if it. it, 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 it uh, listen, why do you have a computer in front of? Yes, you yeah, do. Yeah, I can read you it. You can go on my website and and read the next one. I'll read this one and then I'll tell you which one you can read from my blog. So, <laughs> cosmic rain. Wow. Okay, now I have to go really deep into this. Washing the walls of ego conviction in self-made fortress of private prisons mediating between conscious spheres and matrix mazes of tears, walking pavements of lace, shining images of broken words, playing all sounds with each drop it fades, streets showing new paths through sports, cutting invisible chains, bleeding lies in soul drains, shedding layers of earthly pain, moving forward soaked in cosmic rains. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I just read along with you. I opened up your website. Um, yeah. I love even the last line, moving forward soaked in cosmic rains, but walking pavements of blades, shining images of broken words. Girl, ah, yes. <laughs> You're making me blush. No, no but it's you so know, good. Well, you know why cosmic rains? Because you realize that when you're doing the mantra in front of the mirror, uh, remember who the F you are and whatever, you also remember that you're part of such a big, huge space that is the cosmic world. And yeah, it's cosmic. Yeah. You don't have to feel alone because there are so many other people that are looking to uh, contact somebody that can listen to them. And, and if you, you know, if I was thinking just before a podcast, what if anybody who has gone through this? could actually reach out to somebody else, like you did, we did you and me, uh, that went through the same and encourage each other. That would be like that domino effect I'm talking about. Oh my gosh, it'd be so much self-healing, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. one part of it is like when you, you know like how the brain works with anxiety, right? It's like, you think the world's ending and that you're the only one going through this experience. But in reality, yeah. right, there are freaking billions of people in this world, right? And we're just one, 
planet in multiple galaxies and, and systems, right? So you're totally right. I don't know if you believe in, in the fact that we are actually all energy. Like, yeah, I'm a, yeah. so my spirituality is more universal. So yeah, I believe in uh, the universe. I believe in entities, kinetic energy. Um, it's how I live and how I create art as an empath, you know, energy field. So I, you know, that, you know, I love that you actually just brought this up because that was a part of my therapy was learning that I'm not alone. And on my podcast episodes and getting feedback and my poetry really showed me that a lot of people like, including friends that I did not know had traumatizing experiences are going through similar things. And it is really helpful to know that like, you know, we have each other's back, right? Even like you and I, we're across the pond, but um, I'm able to message you and I'm able to. Oh, yes, absolutely. It, it, this alone is healing, right? Like yes. this, is a, this is a start of a chapter, of a new chapter. Um, and writing's great. So I'm glad, I really am happy you're writing. Um, I, oh, you know, God, that, I, was, that was like a, a, a savior situation as well as a hundred percent. Yep. Uh, because you also have to never forget what your dreams are, your passions, your hobbies, because when they want to destroy you, the first thing they do is uh, trying to take away the enthusiasm to do uh -huh. anything. And actually in my story, that didn't happen weirdly enough because um, I was always allowed to do what I wanted in terms of poetry and podcasts and stuff like that. I don't know why, but every story is different, you know? Um, in other cases, I've heard of people that were not even able to watch their favorite movies, you know? Uh, yeah. They were denied, you know, the, the possibility to even watch TV or watch a movie. Or uh, recently, I've been talking to so many people about this that I found out there are horrific, horrific stories horrific stories and I don't even want to start mentioning what happens to the children yeah uh, which is a totally different kind of story I'm not professionally trained to talk about that uh, so I won't mention that but there is a huge um, door to be to uh, front door <laughs> to to horrific stories and um, yeah and, and then and I want to say that I'm not professionally trained to talk about um, anybody else's um, you know um, trauma so I'm not here to say oh oh my god talk to Laura Lemmy and she will find a solution for you no absolutely not I am not professionally trained I just come out of I'm coming out of this uh, of tragic events and all I want to do is help uh, Landa here if I can and listen if I can or the, you know the best thing is because I express as much as I can through my poetry if my poetry touches at least one a heart that needs to be encouraged that that's my goal that's what matters right is like you're helping someone and and i agree I, when i write on medium.com i i always say listen i'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist but i'm a human with a lot of experience and trauma and i'm working on myself and i'm just here to help and exactly that's what we are doing we're not professionally trained to help you know anybody that really needs uh, so that that's why i mentioned the associations at the beginning of our and we should list them all uh, you know when we finish our podcast so that people know where the professional help can be found a hundred percent can i so i'm on your website which by the way i love can i read quantum shift because this looks cool oh yes please do okay. so that's, also, uh, that's also with um alan's um, oh, right? alan yeah. Thinking, um, yeah 
please it's, it's like short and sweet i love it i love like a good poem with like a, a jab okay so everyone this is by laura lme called quantum what is it yes quantum shift let's go rapid changes turning the wheel of time transmuting purity into meanders of crime transforming flames into menace and fires reaching altitudes of hopes thin like wires opening unknown portals and wounds of lost wars shutting down windows of tomorrow's locking doors Shaking the core of towers at the center of our realm, covering ruins of scattered words with blankets of calm. Receding waves, deleting sand shapes, opening old scars, attempting the final extinction of our unborn stars. Oh, I love that. Um, exactly what happened to me. That's, that's what happened to me. Final extinction of our unborn stars. You know how powerful that is? Yeah, they, that, that's um, it. So I do believe that the human race, uh, because I do not believe the, there's only human races, no, no. That's different. the human race, um, the human population, let's call it, um, we are so powerful, uh, we could do so much good by just transferring energy and by just uh, sometimes listening to someone, uh, you know, sometimes you, 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 you pass by someone and they look at you and they smile. Um, that's so powerful, you know, sometimes. And they don't want anything else. They just, they're just happy. They're sharing their happiness, you know, with you by smiling at you. Um, so we are so powerful. There is such a shame that many of us are just busy doing bad and hurting people. That makes me so furious because we are so powerful and so amazing and we can do so much bad and we can hurt so much at the same time uh, and there is no balance when that happens and um i'm not one that uh believes in balancing everything you do because i like excess in being yeah whatever you know, you know, <laughs> you know i like that but the balance between the fine line between what you can say or do to a person and when you're actually crossing the line and becoming the abuser, the manipulator, the narcissist, whatever, that fine line, seriously, that should be studied at school. That should be studied at school. Yeah. People should be educated at school about what it means to abuse someone. Yeah. Physically and emotionally. Yeah, there's, and you know, the emotional one is there's so many layers, like, oof, girl, <laughs> it's deep. Um, I want to, one of my final questions is, I feel like just the energy I'm getting from you is that you are in this new era, this, this exciting time in your life. So what is new for Laura LME? What, like, not even in a month, like, what, what do you want in like a year, let's say, or two years? Like, what, what is this fresh energy for you? So I will love to, um, I would love to just be a, a, an instrument. Yes. You know, yes. For, um, for, for anybody to feel better. I love that. I, I always say be a vessel, you know, I don't care if they remember my name, if they read my poetry, I really don't care. I don't care about becoming famous. I don't care about um, fame and I don't care about stardom, stardom or anything like that. I just do what I do because I, I really want people to experience good in life because I was so blessed with my original family 
to receive so much love and I want people to experience that. And if I can be an instrument in any way, I don't even care if they remember my name. But we'll remember your name because you know what? You have such a great soul. And I think people that are the instruments or vessels for to show, you know, others that it's okay or to give them an example, um, you you are remembered because, or at least the people that you touch, right? Like people that have learned from you, they'll remember your name. Yeah, that's fine. And so if you remember, I'm 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 happy. But if you don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm not I'm not looking for outlets or platforms or stuff like that. I don't care. I just want to, I just, because I realized how much pain I went through and people that loved me and they love me now went through, I just don't want anybody else to suffer that thing. I don't want anybody else to suffer because it's, it's, it's your birthright to be free, to be healthy, to be loved, to yeah. be understood, to, uh, you know, it's your birthright. We are not, we, we don't come uh, to this world, whatever you believe in, God, you know, the universe. Uh, we, we are not supposed to be here to be hurt. Yeah, I um, I just, I love that, you know, you know your purpose. That, I, I think I always say, actually, it's like one of my new dating questions now. I mean, it, it may be intense for a few guys, but I don't give a fuck. Um, it's what is your purpose, you know? Or like, do you know what your mission in life is? And I think that's amazing. and. To follow this up, what, I mean, you, you already gave so much amazing advice in this past almost hour, but what, um, what is something, I want you to leave off with something so strong. If you had to give something so big as advice for anyone listening to this, what would it be? Uh, do, uh, so, you know, sometimes, well, sometimes, often, or most of the times, when you come out of these stories, you stop believing in love. The thing I was, uh, I was sitting the other day uh, by myself, and I was thinking, can I trust myself to trust anybody else? That's a really good question. Since <laughs> <laughs> I was such a bad, you know, judge of my own situation for so long, can I trust myself to trust anyone? And then I thought, yes, simply because. I realize, and I'm asking that question to myself, I think I can start again. <laughs> Trusting myself to trust anyone else. Um, and then the second thing is, so yes, being open to love. And the second thing I think is that freedom is priceless. You know, I, I, you, it's so crazy because you're radiating this good energy just through a Zoom call. Like I could feel, I could see this presence from you, you know, this transition. Um, and I'm very happy for you. And I'm glad you're, you're finding that you're fine. You know, you have your voice, you found your voice. Um, you're not scared to talk about it. You're not scared of being vulnerable. And Laura, I just want to say, it's always a pleasure to have you because you inspire me to be honest. And this kind of energy is like what I need, you know, and you, I think the world needs. You inspire me. You inspired me since day one. Actually, <laughs> I have to say, Eric, thank you. Because when I was looking for, um, my first, I think it was my first guest you were, yes, yeah, so made it back. Eric told me, I've got the perfect person for you, but he never told me that he's your cousin because he thought he was going to influence my choice. And as soon as I uh, read your book and I saw your social media pages, I thought, this is my guy. That's it. This, yes. is, <laughs> this is my guy. Um, and then it was just like um, a click. 
Immediately. It really was. I would say Eric's good at like matchmaking. Like he knew how to like put two energies together. Absolutely. Yeah, it really did. So thank you, Eric. Uh, and Cecilia, because she's always in the background, but she yeah. is actually, she, yeah. she's actually a, a, a very powerful woman. So yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm just excited. Like, I'm excited for you to start podcasting again, because your stuff's so fun and I want people to hear it. And I'm really excited to like co-host with you. I feel like we could have like, now that there's like new energy in the room and like all this stuff, I feel like there's could be, we're going to, we could do something really fun, creative. So anyone listening to this right now, like obviously yeah. you're gonna see more of Laura, you're going to see more of me. Yes, you know, we should discuss, we should discuss after, after this. And I think uh, uh, that apart from the energy, the good intention, yes. you know, good intentions are, are always uh, a great start to do a, to collaborate, co-create, co-creation. Co-creation is the, the third thing, you know, when you ask me, so it's, uh, you know, open to being open to love, um, not being scared anymore, feeling free. And yeah. also um, being uh, open to co-create. I think collaborations are key. Co-creating is uh, a great opportunity of the humankind. And it's a shame to just not explore it. I 100% agree. Um, you're amazing. I have so much love for you. Thank you for being on this podcast. <laughs> you're very welcome. Thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm truly, truly grateful. Thank you. Of course. And everyone, I will have all her information in the description from her website. For everyone that is listening right now still, um, I'm going to have her Instagram, her website on, the organizations on the description, as well as the artists. So make sure that you read the description so you can check out everything that we talked about. Um, her website is also so cute. I love that all your poems are there. So <laughs> I did it all myself, actually, on the WordPress thing. So um, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I, I just have fun, you know. Doing, so writing my poetry is not always fun, I have to say. Uh, it's a very cathartic experience. So there's a lot of pain and tears, you yeah. know, in the Same. world. And, yeah. and it's, not, it's not easy to write them most of the times. Uh, but I force myself in the sense of like, you know, not because I force myself because I'm not inspired. I force myself to keep doing it uh and follow the inspiration because i just want to make sure that i can do something good for anyone of course well thank you and i shall see you later see you soon Bye. <laughs> ciao talk to you later on nana tings